Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello mga leche, just a disclaimer before we start the episode, since we're still recording from home, we had some audio issues on JC's side because of the settings on the website we use for recording. The mics work perfectly fine and we hope you understand, but rest assured on the next recording, we'll be in tip-top shape, okay? Enjoy the mix mga leche! Pa-ra-ra-pa-ra! Halala Show Season 2 Mix Number 17. What up? Welcome to the Hala Hala Show. Hi, what's up, man? We're recording using our Elgato Wave One microphone. What? And then yeah. the lighting system, which is which is which, <laughs> which is. is the key light. <laughs> the Elgato key light. Shout out to Elgato, by the way, for the microphones that we're using. Welcome to the Hala Hala Show. Uh, let's tell them about the podcast. What's up, everybody? Your voice is breaking a little bit, there, buddy. Is it nice? I like it. You know, it's very, uh, sup, I'm 15 years old. Oh, no. yo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yes, welcome to the podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about everything and anything <laughs> under the sun. <laughs> but we do have a little bit of structure. So for all the first timers there, the new coming, uh, incoming Let Japan. Uh, we start off by talking about our own lives, something called Where You Been? Uh, and then after that, we go straight into the TTs, which are the trending topics. Today's TTs, Rika G, we have... Ooh, they're uh, spicy. They are, there are some spicy ones. Uh, the biggest one, which we'll probably save for the last one, is uh, the starting salary tweet that kind of went viral on Twitter because uh, it was a, a hiring manager or someone in a company who uh, told the story, yeah. which we don't know, actually. We don't know if this is verified, but it went viral anyway. So, I, But it did bring up... Honest, I feel like we've already had this conversation. Remember, JC? Kind of, we've already had this of. conversation in this podcast. I so it, I feel so. like it's just a recurring issue, that, mm-hmm. which means we still need to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. it's still an issue. Yeah. yeah, it was about a hiring manager talking about how a, a fresh grad... Uh, turned down like a 30, I forgot the exact number. I'll look it up later. Like 37, 37,000 pesos starting salary. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And then uh, Rika found a really cool, well, not really cool, really interesting uh, uh, thing about Caitlyn Jenner. Who mm-hmm. She went on the record saying something recently about uh, trans women competing in, in uh, sports. For women, I'm gonna be explaining him. <laughs> I'm like, Kaya mo yan, JC? <laughs> no, but anyway, yes, so it's Caitlyn Jenner uh, being interviewed about transgender athletes, but that is just the conversation started because, like the first TT. It is a recurring issue that we still need to talk about and we, you know, we should keep talking about it. And then after that is um, just two fun ones, I guess. Um, we have the community pantry that was set up in Rizal, which had like an interesting 
aspect about it, okay? And then lastly is uh, SB19, yeah, which is a local, yeah, local P-pop group, and um, they are making waves everywhere. We're going to talk about it. That's really cool. Yeah, but shall we begin with where you've been, Rika G? Where you've been this week? You want to go first? Sure, wait. Uh, let me look at my photos because hmm. I think it's really my diary nowadays. Okay, so last week, uh, like I said, I actually adopted Pugsley, um, the dog of Cara Erigel, of Cara, Cara after 30 with Cara Erigel. There we go. <laughs> I was about to say Cara after 30. <laughs> yeah. no, that is not the podcast. Oh, she is. That's okay. true. Um, and then, what else? Wait. Yeah, so I adopted him and he'll be staying with me for a month, I believe. Um, and then I just, I went to work. I've been working out every single day. Uh, oh no, wait lang. This week I actually took a break from my online workouts, which I do with, um, our coach I am. However, I did start, um, doing cardio a lot. So I've been running, I've been cycling, jump, jump rope and everything. And I think it did really good for my body. Because I saw some progress. You know, sometimes, you know, you plateau when you work out. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. because the workouts that we do online is actually really good and very varied um, when it comes to, you know, the muscles that it hits uh, and uh, affects. But I don't know. I think I, this week I needed to, like, sh- uh, shake things up. So I ran a lot this week, which, like I said, did really well for my body. Um, because I saw some progress. So yay for progress. Yay. yay for progress. It's something that it's really hard to acknowledge, especially when you've been working out for a long time. And then you feel like, but last night I really had to convince myself that, you know what? You came a long way from the first time that you joined all of these Zoom workouts. So, you know, pat on the back if mm. you can. What else? Um, oh, yeah. So I visited again the the warehouse of, what do you call this? Yardstick? Because I got the steep shot, which okay, I already okay. said in the legend. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to say it again here for the regular mix. Yeah, so I got, uh, I got a steep shot, which is like a contraption of some sort that creates an espresso shot and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, also, I, I, I don't want to say I modeled for them, but I wore the shirts and they took photos because I didn't really do much. I kind of just laughed in front of the camera and, you know, did some candid stuff. But yes, uh, it's already up on their Instagram page, which is Balpit Balpit. How come I can't say that word? Palpitate Nation. There you go. <laughs> Palpitate Nation. Um, on Instagram, they have new shirts in collaboration with Yardstick Coffee. And what else? That was yeah, a really... I saw, I saw that post. Yeah. It's a nice shirt. Yeah. I like the green one. I know. It says ice, 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 ice coffee. And this is what I'm drinking right now. Iced coffee. Ice, ice, mm. Anyway... Um, after that, I had to go home because I have two dogs at home and I was getting really anxious. I don't want to leave them for a long time. You know how when you're like, I feel like 
they're already stressed or or they're crying or whatever. And when you get home, they're just chilling. They don't. They is, they didn't even. The, the plan for Pugsley. You said in a month, right? So what's yeah. is he going to 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 Davao? No, no, no. Uh, Kara's coming. Ooh, anyway, Kara's coming home. Coming back oh, here in Manila, uh, and she's gonna take Pugsley. So yeah, oh, okay. I'm uh, adopting him for a month, Bugsy. <laughs> and then, what else did I do? Oh man, I feel like I did something. After- oh right, I visited for the first time the largest store of Muji here in the Philippines. It is huge, which Where's is in Shangri-La one? Mall. In Shangri-La, it's a Shangri-La Mall. That's it's their biggest one, the Muji there? Yeah, it says their largest store. <laughs> so, yeah, so I went to the largest Muji store here in the Philippines, I guess. That's what it says there. And it is really huge. And I think it's also a black hole. I got a couple of stuff. Uh, I had to stop myself from getting everything because... You know I'm all for neutrals and just brown everything and wood everything. So I like me some wood, okay? Not not that wood, but you know the you wood. Like the wood huh? <laughs> and then yeah, so if your if your aesthetic is in that area, I think it's the best store ever for you. Um they have a lot of to- they even have clothes, they have baby clothes and they have extended everything. They even have like pillows and and mattresses and chairs for sale and everything. So that's really nice. It was a nice. Um, it was just a nice outing, I guess. Wow, so exciting, right? Exciting. <laughs> Our lives, <Whoa>. Muji. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, wait, I, I wait long. Oh, right. So I went to Mega Fashion Hall. No, actually, I went to Mega Mall to drop off the shirts that we were supposed to, no, that we were uh, shipping out to the Leche mm. fans. By the way, yes, merch still available. Um, and then I got news right then and there when I was in the mall that, you know, they're actually, they're actually, uh, what do you call this? Like doing something for a, BTS pop-up. They have a BTS pop-up store uh, in Mega Fashion Hall. And I saw photos online. They sent people sent me photos from uh, the Facebook page of SM Mega Mall. And I had to double check. So I looked for the space that they were, you know, constructing. And I saw it. It's in the third floor right beside H&M. It was so exciting just seeing the BTS logo. And I <laughs> No, 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 that's different. different. Yeah, it's Uh, a different brand. So anyway, um, I cannot wait. I was just thinking about the logistics Mm. because, you know, it's a tiny store. And although Mega Fashion Hall is huge, it can still get a little crowded. So I'm just concerned. Hopefully they put it there for a long time so that people don't crowd and I just really want to be there. It's not like I'm going to spend that much money on BTS merch. Uh, but you say now. No, because you know me. I have some self-control when it comes to that. But when it comes to Fair. magazines, that's the one that I really want to collect. So right now, I'm actually on the lookout for old magazines and even new ones where BTS is the cover. So please contact mm. me if you have. 
please. Yeah, I really like that. And, and GQ ba yun, yung the one I really the one that I really I like. think so. I yeah, think so. I but yeah, Finn. Finn? Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I do? I oh actually I did some real world stuff this week, kinda. I went to eat outside. Have you been oh, have you been yeah, in the virtual world? <laughs> I went out to eat uh the Alfresco dining at Podium, which they have on I believe Friday through Sunday. Is that the one on the top floor? No, I went to the just the one uh ground level, right outside of like the BDO there. So they they have a space there, and I went to go eat uh, at Salvatore Cuomo, and their raclette burger. Oh man, it was my Whoa. first time. That shit was so good, bro. I don't know Dude. if they deliver. That shit is so good. It's expensive, mm. but it's good. It is Why'd good. Why'd you eat there? Why'd you eat you there? Is this some sort of Raff- um? What else did I get? No, I mean, what? Why did you eat there? Is it some well, sort of like, celebration? Nothing. No, just because I haven't, I haven't eaten out in a while. It's been a long time, probably like three months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, I'm thinking. No, no, I lied. I think I ate at Banapple a few weeks ago. You lied. It's been. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the only kind of real world thing that I did outside of the house. But I did have a hosting gig. Uh, my first hosting gig in a while, actually. This one was done remotely. I did it from the comfort of my own home. And it was for PANA, which is the Philippine Association of National Advertisers or Advertising, something like that. And it was a two-day thing, and it was a con- It was like a conference. So they had you mga keynote speakers. They had mga guest speakers. And it was really, um, it was really entertaining. I mean, it was long, though. Like, in call time, it was like 8 a.m. That's what I was coming at four or three p.m. every each uh, for Thursday and Friday, but it wasn't boring because I've I've done hostings like that and I hate to admit it, but I've hosted like mga conferences but they're really like it's very technical and whatever. But this was actually it's the Pana Pana Youth Festival, so it was actually catered to students. So yung mga attendees uh, through a lot of schools actually. Um, and not just in Metro Manila. There, there's a lot of schools from from Davao and, and Mindanao and all these other places. Like all these schools, that I actually I never even heard of before because they, they did a parang may roll call. I, I guess, bakas yeah. sa assignment nila kailangan nila type yung mga school names nila sa comment section. So because we were on live Facebook Live, and the speakers were really cool, man. I mean, you know Jaco Dele. I don't know him personally, but you know. Oh Jaco. really? He's he there. Yeah, he was one of the speakers. <coughs> And uh, he talked about content creation because it was about marketing and, and like kind of for young professionals, how to kind of succeed in marketing, content creation, mm-hmm. content branding, whatever. And I, the coolest part to me, there was this one guy, he, uh, he worked or he, he talked about sonic branding, which I thought was so cool. So it was because it's a what term that it? I never heard of. I've never heard of the term before. But the concept is pretty easy to grasp. It's just the the, the branding, the the sound of a brand, right? Mm. So that 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 that's that's McDonald's gets yeah, more. So kind of how you, as a brand, when you create a brand, for example, how you should kind of start with the actual sound rather than let's say the logo or the. Visual. Oh, you mean like you mean like para para? Uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly like that. 
so um, it was just such a cool concept uh, and seeing how, like, once you know the sound, you know the colors that you're going to associate. Like, like, if you're going right. to make a commercial, if you know the soundtrack, you already know the, the outfits you're going to wear. So it was just such a cool concept. But, uh, yeah, the two-day thing, I, I actually learned a lot. Uh, I didn't do much. TBH. Like I just, I was just like the conduit, like the segue between speakers and and the student uh, panelists and shit like that. And it was it was nice to host again. And I don't, I after that, I don't know. Like it, I got a immediately after that, I got a hosting inquiry. I don't think it was because they watched me, but I just feel like once the hosting happens, once yeah. things happen, like things just kind of happen. I don't know if that you get that or not. Like, have you ever had that like a string? of consecutive hostings just because it just happens yeah. that way. And I think it's um, maybe it's the time of the year, probably. Possibly. Because, Possibly. I mean, we all know that it's it's possible that, or it happens every year that at the end mm. of the year, we get a lot of hostings because, yeah. you know, there are a lot of parties and events. So I uh, maybe it's the same with online events and conferences. Possibly. Because yeah. is it the start? Of or the end of the school year. I'm actually not sure anymore. Mm. Um, but yeah, actually, that's like a really um, good thing to talk about. That that's the advantage of holding an event online, especially if you want to cater to 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 young people, yeah. because you know they really can't leave. Um, mm. It's not like they're on the priority list for vaccination, right? Yeah. So holding an event like that for students. Online is the best and, way to go. And outside of Metro Manila too, which I thought was so yeah. cool. Like they got a lot of like they. Re I'm sure like if it was held in person, first of all, those people probably couldn't uh, to you know go there. Yeah. And also, if they were gonna live stream the event, something about having it on a Zoom call. Like I, mm -hmm. it's hard to watch a live stream event then instead, unless it's a pro yeah. team like with like hella cameras and stuff like that. Uh, so I think the way they executed it was really cool. So yeah, that that was pretty much the the bulk of my week. I, I watched a great movie on Netflix, which I highly recommend. It's it's an animated movie. You might have seen it just in the passing. It's called The Mitchells versus Ma the Machines. Oh, I saw that. I saw the the trailer. It's so weird because I there was no at least for me there was no promotion for it. I had never heard of the movie before, but it's from the same team. It's I think from Sony Animation, so it's the same team or same people or same basta. Same area as Spider Verse, Into the Spider Verse, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It was such a fun movie. It's actually up there in terms of like manga 3D animated movies. It's, it's probably one of the funnier ones, and it's on Netflix, oh, so you can get it. Is it yeah. funny in the comedy really genre? Okay. Yeah, well, it's really funny. I'm gonna really try funny. to to watch it. That you watch other stuff? Uh, I I rewatched um. You rewatched, re yay! Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I rewatched John Q. I don't know if you ever seen John Q. with Denzel Washington. Uh, it's about his son. His son has a heart condition, and he he's uh, Denzel Washington and his family. They're they're not really well off, so they can't afford the treatment. So he hold, he holds up the hospital. That's the premise. Oh, that is cool. That's on, that's on Netflix too. They just recently like added it, it so I, I rewatched it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. Okay, I'm going to watch that next. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, what? No, uh, because I watched a couple of stuff. Yeah, what did you watch? Look at me, JC. What did you watch, bro? You didn't already, rewatch it. No, I, I'm, already, I'm already at season four of The oh. Bold Type after just one week 
One week, there was a the bold type. I was talking about it uh, last <clears throat> week for Lechica. And uh, so it's a, t- it's a Netflix series. No, it's a series on Netflix. Um, it's about like these three best friends in the, the, what do you call that? Publication industry or magazine industry. Anyway, it's just, it's mm. really fun. Especially, I don't know. I can really relate because, you know, they go to different events or yeah, they, they, uh, they write for, so one writes for their magazine. One is a fashion stylist and the other one is a social media director of the whole okay. magazine and they're all like young professionals and it's just the, all the issues there are just really relatable um jane actually the main star of the bold type was actually i didn't know she was a a contestant in american idol so she would sing oh. a lot in the series and she would sing really well really great is it and a then, musical my musical no. numbers but no, no, no. She would just like sing sometimes, like in karaoke. Yeah. So, uh, but actually, my favorite character is Sutton Sutton Brady. I did not know that the name Sutton was a common name in the states. I've never heard that name before. Sutton. Anyway, yes, yeah, Sutton. S U T T O N. Uh, what else? Uh, that was really fun because I'm actually right now I'm pacing myself because they're on their last season which is season five and i don't want to run out of episodes i know i'm a, I'm a changed girl i'm a changed oh, woman shit. okay <laughs> would i like this show would i like this I, I feel like because you know a lot of um current issues come up and okay. actually even real life stuff that happens and very sexual they're very sexually positive in this okay. in this uh, series so it's really fun uh there are a lot of things that i think i i truly relate because you know i am a woman and they do bring up a lot of issues about women sexuality sexual health everything um and every episode i just can really relate and i feel like i want to get in on their conversation sometimes you know how like in sitcoms they would have like a common room to go back to like uh, the, the central perk or the, the bar the in How room. I Met Your Mother. Yeah, or the living room of Big Bang Theory and then the bar. Yeah. So they also have that in this this series. They have the fashion closet and that's where they would like convene when they have a problem. Um, oh, right. So I rewatched, wait a minute. I rewatched Shazam. Oh, Shazam, Angus Thong- movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Angus Thong's in perfect snogging because at the urge, I had the urge of watching something British. <laughs> I like that. I don't know why. I don't know why. I feel I like feel you know. That. I feel like there's some there's there's a name for that. Like you know, like a British, like you're craving for something British. I'm sure there is. Anuba. Um, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Netflix and biscuits or something i don't know oh <laughs> netflix and snogging that would be cool no there's True. like netflix and chill anyway um that wasn't funny snogging, that uh, was the, first, <laughs> the first time i heard snogging was in the harry potter books so i was like what the fuck is snogging? oh right yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure when they hear momo they're like what the hell is momo <laughs> Um wait, I rewatched something else. Oh right. Uh what do you call that? What a girl wants. Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Yeah, Amanda Bynes. So I watched that one. And I actually searched for the guy 
uh, in whatever. Jamie Oliver. Yes. And mm-hmm. he he's on Twitter. He's not on Instagram, but he's on Twitter. And he only has like 11K followers. So I followed him and I was thinking, am I going to DM him? No, I should not. This is not a good decision. So I did it. But I did follow him. Strangely enough, I I looked into him because I I wonder, because he was also in that one movie with Hilary Duff, uh, Raise Your Mm -hmm. Voice. And I was like, I wonder what happened to this guy. Because I never heard from him. And I actually like some of the songs that he performed before. Yeah. the greatest story ever told is one of them. I forgot the name of the other one. Uh, it's been a long time. I forgot the name, but I, I looked him up and he 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 just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. So I know at least he's on Twitter. Um, it doesn't seem like he's promoting anything on his Twitter. Maybe I'm I'm just I didn't just look into it, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you think he's so, set for life from those movies, like the few movies that yeah. he did? Do you think he's like think- he's well off? Maybe you know what? I have a like feeling that he took the money and made it even bigger. Bigger. Probably. Makes sense. Anything else? You watch anything else? That's it. I watched the new Michael B. Jordan movie uh, called Without Remorse, which is based off of a Tom Clancy book. That movie sucks. <laughs> I was like there's some cool action scenes, but it just it was not very good and it's it's kinda supposed to be like the the first movie of like a series, like a, they're, mm-hmm. they're planning a sequel when the sequel is supposed to be like for Rainbow Six. I don't know if you ever heard of Rainbow Six, like the, the video games or the books. I used to play no. the Rainbow Six video games growing up. Uh, so the Michael B. Jordan movie, it's not very good. Uh, I would not recommend it. Is it on, it's think, on Netflix? It is not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, speaking of one more thing, not on Netflix, but I finished the first season of the show Invincible. The one I was talking about before, yung, yeah. uh, the cartoon mm-hmm. superhero one, it was really good. I highly recommend mm-hmm. it if you can find a way to watch it. But that's it. Uh, Finn, Wapow, shall we start the sequence or what? Wapow. What you want to start with, friend? Um, you want to start with Community Pantry? Sure. Okay. So there is this community pantry that was set up in Tai Tai Rizal. And it's actually really interesting because they set up a voucher system and a point system. I'm actually just, yeah. So I'm not sure how it all works, but they did do that. And it's huge, dude. It's like a grocery store. So I'm not sure how you acquire the vouchers. um, But I'm sure when you like, let's say you have a voucher for 15 points inside the pantry, you Mm. only get 15 points to spare right so like, so they that's assign a, points to the goods i good yeah so there's like for the eggs there's five points for the oil there's 10 points ah. so yeah it's really cool right uh, i think it's also a great system um i'm just not sure how you acquire the voucher do you buy do you give mm. as well because i'm thinking it could also be great if, like, let's say you donate, let's say, when you donate a tray of eggs, you get 20 points. So when okay. you go in, you have 20 you points to spare, it. and you can just get the stuff that you need. And I feel like right. that's also a good way to uh, stop people from hoarding, mm. right? That's so, that's that is it, so it, smart. If, if that's how it works, I wonder how they assign points. I mean, what is more valuable? In terms mm-hmm. of food items, I guess you mga essential. Mm-hmm. To be but fair, then, 
the points aren't really that high anyway. Okay. It's just like five points. Look at them. So make you wonder, like if I donated something bougie, right? Like some some smoked salmon or something. points Versus let's say I've got a tray of eggs. Because uh, most people um, would probably get the tray of eggs, right? I think. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully That's it doesn't turn deep. into like like everything else. Hopefully it doesn't turn into something bad or uh, they don't red tag it or something like or that. Or they hoard so, vouchers or they, they duplicate vouchers or something. Oh, God, no. Hopefully wild. not. <laughs> Hopefully not. But it's a, that's a pretty um, interesting. Uh, that's a pr- pretty interesting way of, of running it versus you know, like you said, yeah. uh, like anti hoarding in a way. Uh, I would, you know, what I was actually I was thinking that hopefully we turn this into something that is available for everybody. That mm. you know, people don't think that it's just for people who cannot afford groceries, even people like let's say who are. Uh, earning average or, or on the mid level could also get without them being judged because there's some sort of judgment when let's say mm-hmm. may kaya ka and then you go avail of the the services in the community pantry. Yeah. I've heard some conversations like that personally in my life. I just I just don't know if if you experience it as well. I but can understand some, why. Right? There's some sort of judgment, which I, I totally understand because mm-hmm. obviously there should be more priority to people who cannot afford the groceries, right? Mm-hmm. But hopefully it turns into something that is available for everybody or, you know, socially acceptable. I'm not sure if I'm using the term correctly. I guess yeah. it's socialism, right? That's socialism in essence, right? I do not know what socialism means, so I. But it sounds nice. <laughs> Red fits. Red fits. <laughs> I no, feel like I, anything <laughs> about money, and we don't understand. We call him Red Fitz. Uh, can you no, have like I, a beat? Can you have like a line, direct line to Red Fitz? Oh, speaking of Red Fitz, uh, na ba? Are, are we mm-hmm. recording tomorrow? Oh yeah, so we have uh, you know the our our long awaited and uh, requested, highly requested leche, uh, um, tres leches. Uh, recording with broad bits of the 80%. So uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about. And it's really cool because, A, this might be the first time we're interviewing someone who actually listens to us like full time. Because broad bits listens to all, every episode. I know. And would even, it would even be present on Facebook Live, Ooh, everywhere. Ooh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So that's coming very soon. But yeah, regarding what you said, Reeks, I, I, think, I, I think it's cool in a way that it would give, like, because if, if they do this voucher system where you give, you give and then you get points. So if you give a lot, it, you could be like, oh, but look what I have. I mean, it's like kind of like a. I, I don't really. You. Know, I'm not saying you need proof. Like, oh, look, I gave so much. But at least you might. Uh, I might avert. No, some actually, of the, it's. I. I books. just said that. I just said that. Um, it could be that. Oh, yeah, something. Would, like I agree but, with you. I think it's a good way. Yeah, but actually, I don't think that's the case. I think they just give out vouchers. Okay. Yeah, right. because it's easier. Cool they they did, huh? out, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Wapow? Wapow. Wapow. Uh, SB19? I have the article. Oh, okay. So SB19 actually is nominated for a Billboard Music Award um, for... Best Social, uh, where is it? Top social Best Artist. Best Social Artist. Sorry, yeah, top, top Social, social artist. artist. Yes. So in the whole... Uh, what do you call this? In the list, actually, of course, there's BTS... There's Blackpink at Black 17. Pink. 
three K-pop groups. There's SB19 and Ariana Grande, which makes Ariana Grande the only Western artist in that list. Yeah. So, which is so cool, actually, and it's pretty. It's so cool to see um, um, a local group, P-pop group, to you know, to actually get nominated for a Billboard Music Award, and it's just great because you know the whole world can know about them and their music. They just released this year, I believe. They released a new song called "What," and I actually like it. I really like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're the first Filipino artist to ever be nominated for, for yes. top social art. To be fair, this is a new category, uh, of <clears throat> course, because of the birth of the internet, right? Um, yeah. It, is, it hasn't been that long. Uh, but anyway, so so they released a, a new song this year, and they have the music video as well. If you guys listen to the song and you guys um, – watch the music video it is powerful they have some powerful stuff there you guys um what else yeah so they've been partnering with like different brands and they have their own content as La, well Lazada, diba? Lazada. yeah Lazada. They, they had a song with mimi which is pretty catchy yeah, exactly. really. do, you hear, do you hear it yeah song, it's catchy man oh it is, uh, it is. The, the award weeks by the way i did not know this was founded in 2011, so it's not as 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 new as uh, one might think, actually. No, yeah, I, thought yeah. It was maybe I mean, like, like I thought it was like only a few years ago, like three years. No, no, no. I mean, I was years. actually referring my last ten years, parang ganon. Because I mean, I, I'm diba? surprised. I'm surprised. Like I, I did not know that that was a an award for the last ten years. It's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And uh, actually, the Billboard Music Awards will be held on May 23. Oh, my gosh. There are a lot. Okay. For a fangirl, there are a lot of things happening this May. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I am, I am just, I actually, I'm scheduling all of my work around May, like the last week of May or to the second to the last week of May. I need to you be free. It up. <laughs> that week, the Billboard Music Awards, and then there's also um, the release of the new uh, song from BTS and a lot of other stuff. So I need to be free that week, and scheduling is the way to go. So, yeah, pretty cool. Congratulations to SB19. You know what? I really want to meet them I yeah. because I've been watching a lot of their interviews. They seem pretty cool. They have this one uh, pretty popular interview. Uh, it's up on TikTok. Uh, people uploaded it on TikTok. But it was funny because they were writing a grab, I believe. And then the driver was watching a video of them. And yeah. then uh, asking them what they do. And then they said they're singers. And then... And then sorry. They're singers. And then pinakita nila yung, yung video, I believe. It's parang sinabi nila, oh... And then they just kind of laughed at it because I mean, like, I feel like at this point they're they're not affected by it anymore because, because hello, you they, can you, they, yeah. but they they're Korean trained. I like like yes. they uh-huh. they are right. That's what I remember reading about them. Yeah, so they trained under I think a Korean entertainment uh company. Okay. And which is pretty cool and it doesn't take like their looks doesn't t- really take away the fact that they're you know they're proudly Filipino e- their songs are um in full tagalog and actually there's this one performance that I really liked I think I showed you this 
Probably. Um, they performed in, they performed that, that song in, uh, what do you call that? In uh, Luneta Park. There we go. Bakit ka nakalimutan? Sorry, guys. <laughs> Wait lang, okay. So, they, they perform, there we go. So, it's for the Philip Core Fest 2020. So, that's last year. Um, they performed Alab and Go Up. And the the choreo and song that I like is Go Up. If you guys watch it, oh, sobrang angas. Okay, sobrang angas. TBH, may bias na ako, pero hindi ko muna i-reveal dito. <laughs> Kaya ko naman the, i-reveal. <laughs> there are five members, by the way, because uh, I, yes. I don't know much about SB19. Pablo, Josh, Stel, Ken, and Justin. I'm just looking it up online. Uh, and their ambition now is to become the first Korean-trained Filipino idol group to represent the Philippines and the Filipino talent on a global scale. And by b- being nominated for Billboard, this is Billboard. Uh, this is Dude, this is a huge deal. Yeah, I, I think, um, was it Josh? Tama nga ba? Wait lang ah. Search ko lang. <clears throat> and we're, yung go yeah, away, no, no, and no, we're no, gonna no, no. go. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah, and I saw them perform that in, uh, what do you call that? Yung last year in UP, the UP Fair. Yeah, they performed there. Yes. Sorry. Baka si Justin. Wait lang. There. So si Justin, I think, has a song with Alex Bruce. Remember Alex Bruce? Like the 13-year-old rapper? rapper? Yeah, Yeah. I think they have a song together. Um, And because I saw some behind-the-scenes videos and photos. I think they're shooting a music video as well. So I cannot wait for that. I think, I mean, I follow Alex Bruce on Instagram. So he is, she is super cool. She's, nice. uh, you know, she raps, wow. She's dope, bro. She, <laughs> Something that badass. I cannot do when I was 13 years old. She's badass. <laughs> Even until now. Yeah, so badass. Uh, yeah. Cannot wait. You all know that we are fans of OPM. And uh, I, I mean, me personally, I'm, I'm such a fan. So, yeah. congratulations, SB19. Congratulations. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they win. Uh, Wapow. Wapow. Okay. Why? What were you saying? Are you having an internal debate who you want to win that award? <laughs> no, actually, either way, I would be excited if BTS won last BTS year. Won. <laughs> yeah, BTS won the past two, three years. Two, three I think. Years? Okay. Um, I would Give be happy either way. <laughs> Give chance to others, <laughs> and they're actually nominated, and they're actually nominated for other stuff. But anyway, okay. um, I would be happy. I would be ecstatic if they won. But I would be extra. I don't know. It just it would hit different if a Filipino artist won okay. in the Billboard Music Award because, oh, hello, we have so much talent here that the I'll world the that the world would would appreciate. Mm-hmm. I was I was reading the article and I was wondering because it said they're the first Filipino artist to be nominated for top social artists, which I'm wondering, are they the first Filipino artist to ever be nominated in Billboard? Or is it just for that award? Because it didn't make it clear in the articles that I read. I'm not sure. I wonder if there's ever been a Filipino artist nominated for a Billboard Music Award. I'm trying to think. Oh, and speaking of, you know, you said uh, recognition. You know when Shanti Dope's... Um, Song with yes. Falcon and Winter Soldier, his his uh chart ranking in like the international chart, number I think 10. on Billboard, yeah, number ten. 
Crazy, uh, you think right? I missed that? You really Crazy, think I bro. missed it? <laughs> Dude, the, the second I opened my eyes and opened Twitter, I'm like, what? This what? is crazy that in the same charts we have shanty dope and we have bts and i'm just like i am standing the right people here (laughs) as a fangirl i was living (laughs) all right what pal let's what pal uh let's talk about caitlin jenner um so caitlin jenner was actually kind of they ran up on tmz ran up on Mm -hmm. caitlin jenner and they asked caitlin jenner about uh, women or trans women competing in in uh, says trans and trans women competing in in sports, and Caitlyn Jenner says that transgender girls competing in girls sports in school is unfair. That was the statement that she made okay. on camera, and she even backed it up by uh, tweeting about the actual TMZ interview and saying that you know this is where I stand on this. So that that kind of brought up the I and mean, we've talked about this before, but it kind of reignited the surface. the discussion behind it. The discussion behind it. So trans women, Caitlyn Jenner, who is also formerly Bruce Jenner, who also was an Olympic Olympian. medalist, an Olympian and a medalist, like you know, very good at what they did, says that trans girls cannot should not compete in girls sports because it isn't fair. And continue continue on to say. And we have to protect girls' schools, girls' sports in our schools, Jenner said Saturday during an interview in a parking lot. Which is weird. Like TMZ, now they're it's, so weird, huh? They're they so are. Fucking weird. They'll just come up and to they, you in a parking lot and ask you that. So, and then <laughs> they make a whole article about it, like it's an official thing. <laughs> even though it's that no is her, con, right? <laughs> yeah, even if that is her stance on it, I feel mm. like you know it warrants an explanation. More. We want more. And, and I mean, I get it. I get it that she was an Olympian and, you know, mm-hmm. hello, she's Caitlyn Jenner. She did transition. It's just for me, I feel like there's also it's some it's a little dangerous to say these things. Also, I think it's also unfair to paint Caitlyn Jenner as the bad guy here because mm-hmm. this is, a you know, a, a conversation in progress. There's. Yeah. We still don't have an end. Uh, what do you call that? Like an, an ending to this. We still don't know. We're like people are still working their way around this issue. So to paint Caitlyn Jenner as the bad guy here, it should not even be uh, a topic of conversation. Um, yeah. I believe the topic of conversation should be um, uh, if transgender women or girls should be allowed to compete. But you know what? They are because there are already rules in place. And I actually looked it up because TBH in the bold type, there was an episode there that they tackled a transgender athlete who was not allowed to run in the New York marathon because she hasn't processed her papers, even though her estrogen levels or sorry, her testosterone levels were as low as the average woman. Average woman. And yeah. So it was really cool. Like I told you, like they have social issues there that are very current. And it made me think it actually this issue made me think about that. That sometimes it's really just um technicalities. Uh the reason why they're not allowed because we already have rules in place. And apparently, okay, so like let's say in the NCAA, which 
TBH for me when I hear NCAA. I, you know, <laughs> what registers is the NCAA here. Yeah, but right. I'm talking about the NCAA in the States. The US. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wait lang. Let me pull it up. Um, there's, there are already rules and regulations like, uh, they must demonstrate a testosterone level of less than 10 nanomoles per liter, um, for at least one year to compete for eligibility or to, um, yeah, to compete, to be eligible. And they must also declare their gender and assert their gender for four years for them to be, um, eligible. Before they can compete? Yeah, it says here, athletes, yeah, trans women athletes declare their gender and not change that assertion. Sorry, and not change that assertion for four years. So they must declare their, uh, yeah, so basically. That's kind of like the whole college career, though, which means, you know what I mean? No, 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 sorry. I think you took it, like, I I worded it wrong. They should, so they should declare their gender and right. they must not change it for four years. So I, I'm assuming uh, they could already do the sport, but it. it should be in, you know, until four years. Right. Which, so otherwise, if they, let's say they change it back or something, they would yeah. maybe their, their their records or their medals or whatever mm-hmm. uh, would be disqualified or something. Okay. That makes and if you guys, yeah. And if you guys look up online, there are a lot of other uh, publications and articles about the policies of um like sporting organizations when it comes to transgenders so you know if there are already rules in place why are people still thinking that it's unfair for for women's sports for women in sports yeah are there a lot of activists you know a lot of activists in the trans community the the, mm-hmm. the reason why they're opposed to what uh caitlin jenner said is because by imposing laws or rules or regulations that target, let's say, trans children, that is is kind of hurtful in a way already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like because I, the, the the question was posed for students, like student athletes or athletes and still in the in school. So by adding that to the you know adding more like regulation, especially for young kids, it, it's it's really toxic in a way. And, and if you think about it, it's like a two in one. Wapow, you know, <laughs> kapow, yeah. because yeah, yeah. they're not just insulting or they're not just talking about women. They feel like women cannot uh, live up to the standards mm-hmm. or they cannot compete in, in that level yeah. or even raise the bar in that level. And at the same time, they're still thinking that trans women are still men, which they're not. When mm-hmm. they've transitioned and said that they're women, they are women. Yeah. Right? Uh, but I, I, it's like a one-two punch. Mm-hmm. The, if you think about it from the opposite end of things, if a, I feel like there would be less regulation, even, especially like in the professional uh, category rather than, let's say, amateur and, uh, athlete. If it was a trans man, right, who went, wanted to compete, in, in men's sports. I feel like there wouldn't be that much uh, kerfuffle, you know, mm-hmm. issues. I, the reason here, you know, I think the thing that Caitlyn Jenner, yeah, the thing that Caitlyn Jenner really brought up, and I think it's the fear, or right, at least the, the hesitance of, of the people who are on Caitlyn Jenner's side on this, is the biological aspect of, of um, boys or men in terms of 
being more physically gifted and whatever. But you already brought up the point that, you know, they have to have the same levels of, I think, was it estrogen? Testosterone. Testosterone. You have to have a a certain level level of testosterone, yeah. Mm -hmm. So in that way, that kind of negates that, I think. I think. Because if if you already get to that level, that means you're on the even playing field. And I guess, like, sometimes, like, or napaisip lang ako, like, when when it comes to Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner, yes, I mean, we're all... You know, we're all we all have our own opinions, but why not question the sporting organization? Yeah. Right. Um so yeah, it is a big issue. It is still ongoing. I don't think mm. I mean like the only way is for for you know companies and organizations to back up transgender people because deba parang we need to There's rally behind people. them. They're still people, they're men, they're women. Yeah. And they have the right to compete in the sport yeah. that they want to, especially Agreed. if they're good at it. Because, Agreed. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like a whole other conversation. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> Shall this we go to the last one? Oh, what? Oh, yeah. No, but actually, I was just, I was really triggered about this one um, news bit that I saw on Twitter. Um I'm just going to mention the the like the celebrities that were in the whole kerfuffle, but I think there's an issue be, still behind it, you know, um, because uh, what's his face? See, I know. See, basketball player. I sent you the photo. Wait, lang. There we go. Ah, ito. See, James Yap. There we go. James Yap. Actually, yeah. yeah. James Yap spoke about the speculation that uh, his son with Chris Aquino is gay. And then this is his quote. I've been quiet about the issue that Bimbi is supposedly gay because I know for sure that he is not gay. I don't believe in gossip. I was with Bimbi till he turned seven. That's why I know he's a real boy. First of all, that whole statement is just a big X no. I I do not agree with it. First of all, why are we talking about your son's sexuality, sexual orientation, publicly in such a negative tone? All right? Yeah. And by saying he's a real boy, that also and doesn't what really is a real him. boy? <laughs> Pinocchio. You freaking Pinocchio on your <laughs> you freaking Pinocchio on your son, dude. <laughs> no, but that's such a dangerous thing to say. Um, but did you see though? Did you see the the interview or I guess the live video with Chris and Bim? Did you see that video? Or Bim actually, actually saw, did address, He actually addressed it. He he went on record yeah. and said that he's 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 straight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, because, you know, having, it's, kasi parang, wag na natin consider the people um, in the story, because it is a whole social issue, right? That for for some people, or for, for years and years, they think that having masculine features and actions makes you a real guy or a real man, mm-hmm. and having feminine actions and wearing feminine clothes make you a woman, which right. is not the lines are very blurred right now. It doesn't mean that you wear girl clothes. Doesn't mean you're gay. Doesn't mean you're a woman. You know, it's all about who you identify with, right? There's a great um, uh, Lady Gaga quote that I saw on Twitter. It was from like a 2011 interview. I think it was with Anderson Cooper or like a journalist who asked uh, who asked her like, "Do you, what? How come you don't respond uh, when people say that you're trans?" 
like or mm-hmm. accuser of being trans or something. And the quote, and not verbatim, but the quote went something like, "Who cares if I have a penis? My fans don't, and I don't. So what does it matter?" Exactly. Exactly. Right? And I think that was really well put. She ended. Yeah. Like, the, 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 the tweet heading was like back when Lady Gaga ended transphobia mm-hmm. in 2011. I mean, obviously it hasn't ended, but it's a great way to start, right? Exactly. It's always, I don't know why it's so interesting for people to to pry or parang, you know, to like question somebody's sexuality. Like if, if, you if, know, if, if, let's say, Bimbi was gay or whatever, who cares? Bro? Who cares? Like, <laughs> who cares? What are you talking about? I don't care. <laughs> Some people are so affected by it too. Like they'll exactly. literally go on every post on Instagram like, are you gay? Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's you know, fun. it's it's just, it's so weird because I, on a personal level, sometimes I encounter these comments, you know, having an athletic body, you know, people kind of question sometimes okay. why I am built like this, you know, and sometimes mm. I feel like I have to explain myself that, oh, I was a student athlete growing up, you know, and I'm like, why do I have to convince other people that I am a woman? It doesn't matter. You know, I just, you know what? I want to get my coffee in the morning. I want to wear boy clothes and live my life. That's it. That's what I need. Okay. Uh, It just, it just came up because recently I, for some reason, I don't know why I wanted to post that video on TikTok. I posted a video of me like flexing my arms or whatever. And then uh, I got like hundred something comments uh first of all the f- main theme of the comments in the comment section was bubugbugin ko daw sila first of all i never on bubug ng kahit kanino okay secondly there were most of the comments were like ah ano um tagwa dito ah siguro yung magiging boyfriend nito susunod lagi hindi to papalag parang ganon which I just realized that we have all of these ongoing themes when it comes to expectations of a man and a woman how a woman should look and a man should should act parang mm. it's so it's so weird and then a resonating comment uh, said Ma'am, babae po ba kayo? Or, or lalaki po ba kayo? I think that was the question. And I'm like, I didn't really respond because TikTok is not my 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 main source of, uh, what do you call that? Like outlet. Energy. It's not my main outlet. No, it's not my main outlet. So I didn't really interact with anybody. It's more of like a burner burner account for yeah, super yeah, fun yeah, stuff. Yeah. I so you. I didn't really engage. I didn't really engage, but it was so fun to see all the comments, and it just made me realize. I'm a bussin' nalang ng bussin'. Those arms are bussin'. Bus gas. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Okay. I am. Okay, I I have a coochie, and that's it. <laughs> there you go. Wapow, wapow. All right, love it. Wapow. Uh, there was a tweet that went viral uh, from a. I, well, at the time of the posting, it was like a un like a faceless account. Yeah. Like there's no profile picture. Whoa! I dropped my microphone. I just dropped something there. Okay. Uh, and the tweet went uh, something like this: I just made a job offer to an Ateneo fresh grad, and I was shocked that she declined a 37k starting salary. The role is for an entry level marketing associate. I asked for her reason. And she said that she expects at least 60K because of her educational background. And in the last part, in all caps, I'm speechless. Now, this we got to note that 
we don't know if this is a real story. It could have been invented. I mean, it's not really newsworthy in that it's not like a public figure or anything. It's just a story from a Twitter users who gave a story that we might, we don't know is true. But it did bring up a lot of, a lot of people did quote it and, and, and reply to it, uh, talking about like, should they be this, this person have been even publicly, publicly shamed? Now, there's no name in the money, but should this person should have been put on blast at all for, for demanding 60K, uh, even though the, the 37K uh, starting salary was offered. Maganan. So people were talking about it online. A lot of boomers uh, or older people uh, were like, you know, I've been living off of 15K or my start when, you know, back in my day when I was Ooh. starting. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> back in my day, 13K lang na kami. So those were the tweets that were uh, being posted. And then, of course, there were people, <laughs> there, were pe- there were people who were defending them and saying, like, you know, if she mm-hmm. knows her worth. I don't know if she did, did it mention if it was a group or, uh, yeah, she. So she, 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 you know, she knows her worth. If she's really holding out for 60K, then more power to her. It's her choice. So those are the people that kind of defending that. Aspect, but it brought about issues of the living wage here. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to live off of 37k? Uh, which I think it is as a single person, I think it is, but for family, it also makes you wonder. I probably not. So, even I mean, also, that someone brought in like, did the why did the tw- tweeter have to say Ateneo and mm-hmm. then say that it's because of her educational background or? That's why she wanted something higher because of her educational background. Yeah. She expected 60k. Was they were they shitting on Ateneo because they wanted more? I mean, think about it. I was actually talking to a friend, and she brought up a really uh, interesting point. Uh, she said that although she does agree with, you know, talking about your salary, if it is uh, talking about <laughs> your salary and wanting more, if it is warranted, especially if you have the skills, if you're if you're good at what you're doing and if, if if let's say you know you're just qualified for it then you yes value, but what right? she yeah but what she doesn't agree with is you know bringing up the school that just because she went to a school where you have to pay blah 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 per semester you have to pay mm. more because it doesn't right. i mean i actually agreed with her i said that i totally agree it doesn't matter where you came from as long as you're as long as you're qualified for it because mm. Does it matter if you went to a state-paid school or not, or a, or right. a private school? Uh-huh. If you are qualified for it, then why not? And because nowadays, I mean, even if you're a fresh grad, you could have experience. I mean, there are already a lot of, you know, internships out there. It's, it's now, a matter online. of, especially now, yeah. It's just a matter of getting yourself out there. And I think the whole issue still here is, I mean, there are a lot of issues uh, surrounding this, but mm-hmm. for me, what I'm what resonated with me was how taboo we think it is. You know, um, asking for a promotion, number one, for uh, for a higher salary, yes, for mm-hmm. a raise. You know, it's still taboo here in the Philippines. And I, I'm sorry, I just keep going back to the bold type. I know, I know, I'm that kind of person, it's but. A good show. Um, it's a good show, and they also brought it up. I mean, you know, although it is, I guess, in some way a little awkward, if you think you're qualified for it and that's what you need, 
why not ask for it, right? It's it's nothing personal. It's all business. Yeah. Right? I agree. I agree. Uh, there, uh, the, the thing that I found really interesting, uh, at least from the, the discussion that I was reading online, is that um, let's say let's say they didn't go to Ateneo, uh, would they have been given the same offer? Uh, that's something that I, I, I saw was also a very highly touched on, you know, touch point. And, they, and that's why a lot of people are mad because, you know, Ateneo, uh, 37 king all for sale, that's pretty big. I don't know, for most people, I think that's pretty big. I, I would assume it's safe to say that for a lot of fresh grads, 37K is pretty big, I mm-hmm. think. I don't know. I, I didn't. There are a lot of things to consider, din kasi, like consider. the industry right, you're right, in, right. you yeah. know, the skills that you have. Yeah, mm. it's, yeah. But yeah, the thing that really hit home to me is like, what school you went to also will affect your starting salary. Instead of like what you said, yung skills mo, uh, your pedigree, you know, are you, do you bring value to the company? And also another thing that I saw in the comment section, which was, you know, uh, in terms of justifying 60K, like this was for a marketing job, right? So what if this mark, if, if you bring in, let's say, blank million number pesos of sales, your 60K is, is worth it, right? Yeah, exactly. So in a, in a way, if you really feel like you can bring a lot to the table, it's also fair to ask for something that that's, uh, that was just a, you know, a lot of you people know what? talking about it. Some people are saying this person entitled. We should also talk about this with broad fits. Broad fits. I know broad has, fits. That's what we're saying. Oh my god! Oh broad my god! Because know, I feel like he would shed lights on like a lot of stuff when it comes to yung yung sinabi mo. Now, what if they bring in a lot of money to the company? How would that affect mm-hmm. you know the salary? Yeah. And like it's it's called compensation for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So that you're, I guess, like we said, I mean. You know, it it oils the machine, right? You know, money oils the machine. So if you have that kind of compensation, I'm sure people would be more, I don't know, hopefully would be more encouraged to do well at their jobs. That's a simplistic (laughs) way of thinking. I'm sorry. (laughs) The the thing that irked me the most about this whole, the people who were kind of against this girl or, or kind of shitting on her was kind of like the dick measuring contest of look how low my salary was. I don't know if it was, they were going for like a pity party or like, a, you know, you're so spoiled. Look mm. at what I lived off of. I was not a fan of that. Like, no, why, why do you have to bring Maybe, that up? I think it's an attempt at being funny probably, but I would, yeah, I, I think it's a, to moot conversation. Yeah. It it's doesn't like, what, bring what anything the point to the of, table. What's the point of saying that you lived off of less than 37? Like, it doesn't really, it's and, not really you know, relevant. The times are changing. Yeah. Because and actually before, someone did an inflation cal- calculator. Do you see mm-hmm. that tweet? Like saying that, let's say uh, in the 90s, someone was started, their starting salary was maybe 15K. But that in this year's terms, probably like 27. I don't know what the inflation rate is here, but. It probably is worth more now. So in a way, we can also look back ten years and look, compare starting salaries back then, unless we adjust for inflation. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of you can't really talk about older generations' starting salary points unless you uh, uh, adjust for inflation. I think that, that's how I I see it. What about minimum starting minimum salaries, Rikuji? Any I, I saw people bring that up as well. The minimum <laughs> wage. For me, it's, it varies because in the industry that we're in, 
Uh, it's it's very different. Like let's say with people in the tech industry, yeah. in the marketing industry, mm. you know, with with uh, I mean, it's it's very different. Especially yeah. if like let's say, Konare, in our industry, it's really I don't know like skills and talent. So mm. you really don't have what do you call that? Like a measure, I guess. Right, right. Um, and then there's also the factor of us. Uh, having clients because mm. basically we are the service providers, right? right? And we have clients, and if they do have a budget, because I think, ako, like mostly, I base my my rates with a budget. Really, if mm. I mean, I need I need jobs. So yeah. sometimes, even if it's in a, in the lower or in the yeah the lower side of mm. uh, my rate. If I can get a job and if it's still acceptable, then I would accept it. But yeah. in other industries, yeah, I don't think that'll fly. It's kind of a good throwback to, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the first ever mix that we did. Like mixed what? Ones. Really? I swear. Didn't we talk about... Uh, we did, actually. We did. Talking about, uh, <laughs> you know, working for free or X deal. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It kind of brings that conversation. So there you go. <laughs> Anything else yeah. you want to say about this, Anna? This tweet that went viral. When it comes to tweets like this that goes viral, mm-hmm. I think we should really shift away, or we should really shift the conversation to the issue and not the actual person. Not the people, because, right? Yeah, yeah uh, it's just sometimes it's just it. Parang the spotlight is parang yun nga, shifted to just bashing a person instead of. Yeah talking about the issue and actually being progressive about it. I think it's always the case, you know, when something goes viral, we want to focus on the person. We want to focus on, you know, the human that did wrong when we all can do wrong, actually, yeah. which we don't realize, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, what pow? That's it, man. Thank boom, you for boom, joining. <laughs> ah. Boom, boom, boom. What are you going to say? Are we going to shout out some people? Yes. Oh, by the way, since mm. we're not doing a Lechica this week, um, I just want to shout out uh, to the people of... Wait, wait Somebody just posted on the Facebook group. Anyway, shout out to the people who answered, um, our, who commented on the post on our group, which is the Halo Halo Show Leche Fam. I asked who who speaks another language or dialect. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of people who who are learning Arabic, Korean, somebody's learning Egyptian Arabic. I, I guess I'm guessing there's a difference, right? Um yeah. a lot of people are learning French, trying to learn French. It's just it's I just realized over the weekend because I am taking uh Hangul c- classes that it's really hard when you don't when you can't talk to somebody in the language that you're learning. Although, I mean, it's easy to memorize, I guess, if you're in that zone. But using it and being, you know, having a casual conversation because it, it's it's still different. Um, because I remember um, hearing somebody in the mall. I'm guessing that he's, an, like, he has another nationality or, I don't know, ethnicity. He was Caucasian. But speaking in Tagalog, but alam mo yung form, alam mo kasi yung formal Tagalog sa casual Tagalog. So yeah, yeah. what he said was, "Salamat sa iyong tulong," which is correct. It's fine. It is it's just that 
when your native language is Tagalog or that's yeah. let's say your native language is Arabic, when you hear those words, it's a little parang medyo Whoa. You're so used <laughs> to hearing, Salamat, bro. Salamat, No, but you and actually it made me a little happy that uh, that some people are actually interested in learning Tagalog. And there's actually a, a full on because right now what's trending is talk to me in Korean. And it's a it's a big YouTube channel. They have a podcast. They have a full production, but there's also a Tagalog version of it. Yeah. So if you just search search on YouTube, they have really good production. Uh, they're gonna introduce Filipino? some. Hindi naman, pero I think uh, I just I forgot the actual the my, my YouTube channel. channel dedicated to yes Tagalog. Yes, wait lang. Wait, let me ano. Let me pull it up. There we go. Learn Filipino with FilipinoPod101.com. Just wow. search Learn Tagalog on uh, YouTube and that'll come up. And yeah, actually at first, um, I think with any language, they're going to teach you the formal way of speaking, you know, the actual terms. But yeah. like the vernacular that we use in an everyday basis, it's kind of parang medyo na mold na siya into a different kind of word, right? That's my uh, man um, ignition na remix. Nagita mo yung video yung post na yun. What's that? In, in that post that you posted, asking about mm. people, uh, the language, mm. one of our Leche fans posted a, a story, yeah. a real story about an e-gamer. Uh, they, they made like a team of, of gamers from Southeast Asia and a Pinoy gamer caught like someone from Malaysia or Thailand yung bastos na version ng R. Kelly's Ignition, ang bastos ng song. Oh, like, uh, like Tagalog? Ng, as, as titi, puki, oh <laughs> And he didn't know what he was singing. And, I <laughs> think best part, I think best part, the best part is, they they were on like a live, parang e-stream na, like game stream na tournament. And they said, let's let's cut to the video of Blank uh, singing his best Tagalog <laughs> version. Because <laughs> Oh my God. You, oh, I gotta find it's it here, always, It's always so funny when you teach, uh, you know, <laughs> another person who doesn't speak your language bad words. And they think it's okay. It's so funny. It's the funniest. It's so funny, bro. And they, apparently they took it off the stream. But, you know, of course, it's the internet. So Dude, kids watch that, forever. right? <laughs> Okay, so Patrick Lubenia Lubenia speaks German. Uh, Smiel speaks or, or learned French in college. Dropped a line in French. That's cool. <clears throat> Noni learning French for ninety-eight days now. Self-study. Self-study oh definitely <laughs> works. What, what's that? Can you play it? You want to play it? Ignition and Tagalog. Oh my god! And he sang it on stream, bro. Like on Oh my god. <laughs> it was for a Dota tournament. Uh, Dota last week. Last week lang. Somebody, uh, somebody uh, posted just now, I think, or three hours uh, ago, the the notice from UC San Diego. 
Is this oh, from JC's yeah. university? Is this your university? Yes, that's my arm, alma mater. I don't know if is that's that a real Is that the actual campus? Or or is it? That's on is that campus. a different campus? It's one of the dorms. Like, there's like, <laughs> my school is made up of like many colleges. So that's one of the colleges on campus. What do you mean by you can't? And even in your own. Oh, in the it's showers. A, it's the showers, though. So, I know, yung semen, binabarado yung pipes campus so they said don't jerk off in the shower i don't know if that's a real okay. or baka meme lang <laughs> sa I ha- my hindi sa ano sa so facebook group oh, yeah yeah in our facebook group dude uh, i never saw that uh, when i was there but i mean, I mean if it, uh, it, it's called for i guess because it is a, if it's a public bathroom i mean obviously you can't you know yeah, you must be i mean you can you can, but they're, you know, it's discouraged. Is it illegal if you're not doing it in public? It's not public indecency if you're not showing anyone. No, I'm just curious. But if it's a public bathroom. Yeah, but you're I not mean, showing. It, so in your, did you in a way, you, could, you, could shit in front, you could shit in front of someone. It would be public indecency. Yeah. Like if I took my pants off in the street and took a shit, I could get arrested. But if I did it in a public bathroom, it's no problem. So if you jerk off inside a public bathroom, I think it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> Let's get into a 40-minute conversation about jerking off in a public bathroom. <laughs> Wait lang. But did you stay at a dorm with a public bathroom, like a communal bathroom? Meron coming shared bathroom, but it was only okay. for the dorm mates. Mm. So Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, we didn't have any issues with that. Right? I can't believe yeah. the pipes there... If it's a true story, I cannot believe the pipes cannot handle that. I think it's not a it's not a me problem. It's a pipe problem. I know. Like how much how much how much semen has to be there to clog up the drain? That must be a lot. Like yeah. that's a I lot, what, bro. If, let me introduce it, you. <laughs> let me introduce you to a little lady called Liquid Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> that will melt away all the stuff in the pipes. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anyway, shout, let's shout out to people. Out to people. Real quick. I'll go on Twitter. <laughs> take a, take a. I have uh, Instagram up already. Uh, shout out to Kavilo, to Elgin Maria Salberry, Lauren Zoe, Cyril Pat, Jack Caldito. I think I did these already, actually. Uh, Jung Race. Hello, Jung Race. Uh, Trina in Transit. Neil Patrick. Love Rosie. VJ Cola underscore 28. Uh, or underscore 28. Cola 28. I don't know. They have no profile picture. Lauren is here. Uh, the Good House 22. I don't know. That's a bot. Uh, AAE Sip and Catch Me Not. Catch Me Not. Oh, Catch Me Not. Uh, thank you for following us on Instagram. What? <laughs> um, Sorry, oh, happy birthday, pala to Ari by the way. Birthday nga pala. No? Kapon. Today. Happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Ari Okay. Um, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. On Twitter. Shout out to Hello No One Cares on Twitter. And shout out to Picar B. And just a couple of people actually. Maru Reyes, who followed us on Twitter. And last one to Dioj. Yes. So there we go. Shout Dioj. out to Black. Also, Black Rabbit. B L C K R B B T. I'm, I'm thinking nice. Black Rabbit. So, yeah. yeah, thank you guys for following us and for always supporting the Halo Halo Show. Like we said, merch is still available. Shirts um, and all the details are in our Instagram account. And 
Uh, so follow us everywhere. on Spotify. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's what we need right now. If you haven't followed us on Spotify, like even if you don't follow us on IG or Facebook, what's really important right now is you follow us on Spotify. It's very important. And shout out to Elgato. Elgato. Everything. Yeah, Elgato. Sagato. Sagad. Sagad. No, wala. Wala akong. <laughs> Get the Elgato <laughs> Wave 1 microphones. The Wave 1 microphones are fantastic and they are our new podcast microphones and yeah the halala show everywhere except for instagram and the halala show at gmail.com and the, we're the, even the on TikTok, tiktok and tiktok oh yeah tiktok because gonna start making more uh, tiktok bits and trust leches trust leches uh, on wednesday with broad yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a blast i cannot right? wait same same all right extra song rika g bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.